Coming up on InfoSec Sync, a media giant gets hit with ransomware. TV stations still affected days after the attack. Also ahead, big tech, the target of a new bill to control algorithms and their design. Plus, Apple unveiling their latest laptop products, and they come with a hefty price tag. Also ahead, Halloween treats becoming the latest target of cyber attackers. We've got those stories and more, so get ready to get in sync with InfoSec Sync. You're watching the InfoSec Sync Weekly News with Nick Thomas and news anchor Layla Gulen, sponsored by Axelio. Threat detection and response done right. Axelio. Welcome to the InfoSec Sync Weekly News for week ending October 22nd, 2021. I'm Layla Gulen with your host, Nick Thomas. Nick, it's good to see you. Good to see you again, Layla. How are you? Doing great. Uh, big news with Sinclair. Uh, I, I'm really surprised that such a media giant has been so affected by what's going on. They're definitely a big media giant. Um, TV stations still struggling after one of the country's largest broadcast companies was hit with a ransomware attack. Sinclair Broadcast Group owns and operates 186 television stations across 87 markets. Operations have been disrupted, affecting everything from advertisements and certain newscasts and programming. The security incident was first spotted October 16th and determined that certain office and operational networks were also disrupted by the attack. The company confirms that some data was siphoned from its network and is working to determine the type and severity of the loss, Layla. Yeah, it's not clear whether Sinclair Broadcast Group has paid or intends to pay any ransom demanded by the hackers in order to decrypt the systems. The Sinclair attack is just one more to add to a busy year for ransomware, and it joins some of the bigger attacks, including Colonial Pipeline, meat supplier JBS, and Kaseya. So I'm curious if you've heard of other media companies being affected by such an attack in the past, Nick. So I think I recall the last, the last big one was actually Sony Pictures in 2014. This was not a ransom, I believe. I, I believe it just was an attack um, for information from the company, uh, movies coming out, and all in, res all in response uh, to them, to Sony making the movie The Interview about North Korean leader, um, you know, the North Korean leader. So that was their, uh, their attack on them to, to get back at Sony. I think I do remember that. Yeah. The great leader, I, I guess, whatever they call him, you know. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's, what they, that's what they call him. Um, yeah, very interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. So we'll be sure to update this come next week. Well, we've got more to come after the break. Black Matter Ransomware getting a run for its money. We'll be right back. Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM Cyber Report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. 
and we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Accelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment. Federal agencies are crediting a third party for issuing detection signatures to combat activity from Black Matter. Once called DarkSide, Black Matter is a ransomware as a service tool that attackers profit from cyber criminal affiliates who deploy it against their victims. The agricultural sector and other infrastructure organizations have been the biggest targets. After taking responsibility for the Colonial Pipeline attack in May, DarkSide said it would shut down operations but observers expected the group would simply change its name. The advisory urged typical mitigations for defending against ransomware, along with specific signatures to detect activity associated with black matter. So it begs the question, how many ways do U.S. businesses need to be told to lock down their systems to safeguard themselves from ransomware? Well, the advisory urges organizations to use newly published intrusion detection signatures to help spot and block black matter attacks. Other protections include using strong passwords, implement multi-factor authentication whenever possible, keep all systems patched and updated, and maintain good data backup and restoration practices. Nick. Taiwanese tech giant Acer has confirmed that hackers breached some of its systems in Taiwan. Acer has also confirmed that some of its servers in India had been hacked after a group called Desordin claimed to have stolen more than 60 gigabytes of data. The hackers claimed to have obtained information on millions of customers, login credentials used by thousands of retailers and distributors, and various corporate and financial documents. Desordin typically steals files from major organizations and then threatens to sell them on the black market if the victim doesn't pay a ransom. So far, Acer will not be paying any ransom. Layla. Interesting. Well, water and wastewater organizations are being warned by the government about ongoing cyber attacks that could disrupt operations. The alert also describes three previously unreported ransomware attacks that impacted industrial control systems at water facilities. The alert was issued by the FBI, CISA, the EPA, and the NSA. The agencies noted that while cyber threats are increasing across critical infrastructure sectors, the latest alert does not intend to suggest that the water and wastewater sector is targeted more than other sectors. The latest disclosed attack involves threat actors that deployed a piece of ransomware named Ghost on the systems of water plants in California. The ransomware was discovered roughly a month after the initial breach after the organization noticed three servers displaying ransomware messages. Such a scary thing. Anytime we talk about utilities, whether it's the water system, power grids, that these can be just as much of a target as anything else. Do you think the last couple of years have been a watershed moment in time of time for companies to kind of get a little bit more savvy with these attacks? I do. I do believe that they are doing um, as much as they can and complying with uh, new government regula uh, regulations coming out as well as industry regulations to uh, help stop these attacks because this is a uh, critical infrastructure that we need. Yeah. And, and in further CISA uh, warnings, in response to these attacks, officials say that water facilities may be susceptible to spear phishing emails to personnel to deliver malicious payloads, including ransomware, as phishing remains one of the most prevalent techniques for initial access 
and the exploitation of internet-connected servers and applications, enabling remote access. They say cybercriminals may also exploit unsupported or outdated operating systems and software. Other entry method methods include the exploitation of devices with vulnerable firmware, which can lead to loss of system control, denial of service, or loss of sensitive data. And companies like Microsoft, Intel, and Goldman Sachs are leading a new work group focusing on supply chain security. It's called Trusted Computing Group. It's a nonprofit organization that develops, defines, and promotes open and vendor-neutral industry specifications and standards for trusted computing platforms, including the widely used Trusted Platform Module. TCG has several work groups, including for cloud, embedded systems, infrastructure, and virtualized platforms, among others. The two main objectives include ensuring that devices are genuine and helping organizations recover after a cyber attack. Nick? Israeli officials say they have fended off a wave of attempted cyber attacks on several hospitals and healthcare entities in recent days. Over the weekend, Israel's Ministry of Health's Cyber Center detected an increase in attempted attacks against a number of hospitals and medical organizations. Meanwhile, a government-run medical center is still working to restore its information systems operations after a cyber attack last week. The medical center says the attack was likely carried out by Chinese attackers, whose motives were purely financial, but is prohibited from paying the ransom. Irregular activity in Accenture's networks have also resulted in a breach of sensitive information. The Dublin-based company disclosed the data breach in its annual report, stating the initial attack occurred sometime between June and August. The LockBit 2.0 ransomware-as-a-service operation claimed credit for the attack and has threatened to leak stolen data unless the consultancy paid a ransom. Accenture appears to have declined to pay its attackers anything, leading to all of the stolen data eventually getting dumped. They're called Packers, a software packaging method that has given cyber attackers a way of evading signature-based detection. Packers work by compressing or encrypting code to make that code unreadable and non-debuggable, resulting in obfuscated code that is difficult for antivirus to detect. But JavaScript packers aren't a new threat, going back as far as 2008. These tools become a popular alternative to JavaScript libraries because they were good at reading the number of bytes downloaded on each page in order to support richer web applications of the time. Packers can continue to be a large-scale problem, aiding the spread of phishing pages, malware droppers, and scams like the MageCard attacks on online payment systems. Over 25% of malicious JavaScript code is obfuscated by the so-called Packers. Thanks, Nick. Well, it's time for a break. When we return, new legislation aimed at controlling big tech algorithms. We'll be right back. Many organizations are protecting their environment through perimeter defense using a combination of firewalls, IDSs, IPSs, and endpoint protection. Even though cost-effective, recent events have shown that perimeter defense, even though necessary, is not sufficient when it comes to threat detection and response. And once a threat actor penetrates these defenses, what tools do you have to detect their every move or to stop their preparations for ransomware attacks or data exfiltration? At Excelio, we believe that comprehensive network visibility across your network, inside and out, is essential to identify and respond to today's threat actors. 
Packet Express provides the network visibility and contextual data to detect, prioritize, and mitigate threats, no matter where they hide. No matter where they hide. Axelio, threat detection and response solutions with Packet Express, the network visibility hub. And welcome back. Lawmakers have announced new legislation that would rein in tech algorithms on platforms exceeding 5 million unique monthly viewers. The bill would shield websites and online platforms from being held liable for third-party content. The news comes after a former Facebook data engineer testified before the Senate on the platform's allegedly questionable data policies. If passed, the law would lift the liability shield when an online platform knowingly or recklessly uses an algorithm to recommend content that can lead to physical or emotional industry. I'm sorry, injury. The social media giant announced that it will be introducing new tools to divert users from harmful content, limit political content, and offer other parental security controls. I think this is a great idea, Nick. You know, these social media platforms, they've changed so much since they first started. And you can see the manipulation of how things are stacked in your feeds. Do you think this is going to be the start to the changing of Section 230? I think this is a good start to uh, uh, changing that uh, bill there. Um, a, a lot of people tell me on Facebook they're tired of the political ads and the negativity. And it's all based on, um, you know, what you're looking at or what your feed is. So the more you stop looking at that content, the less you're going to see of that content. So just remember that when you're looking through your feed. Yeah. Do you remember the days of when things would just fill in as they were getting posted? Yeah, like whatever was coming in, you would see. Yeah, yeah I, I missed that. <laughs> Maybe we'll go back to that, right? That would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> All right. Well, Apple enthusiasts have another reason to get excited this season. After the tech giant introduced its new 16-inch MacBook Pro, the new design promises an upgrade in performance and will be available in silver and space gray next week. Well, nearly five-pound device boasts a new 10-core processor with eight high-performance cores and two high-efficiency cores. The touch bar has been replaced by physical keys, and there's an HDMI port on the right side, in addition to a Thunderbolt 4 port and an SDXC slot with a headphone jack and two Thunderbolt 4 ports on the left. Wow. The starting price tag at this is a cool $2,500, Nick. Wow, Layla, that's some exciting news. I'm excited for that. Uh, coming up, the uh, Surface Pro 3 convertible laptops. They could be susceptible to malicious activity. Microsoft has issued a new advisory warning of a security bypass vulnerability that could be exploited by an adversary to introduce malicious devices within enterprise networks. The issue is codenamed TPM Carte Blanche by a Google software engineer who discovered and reported the attack technique. However, an attacker would need physical access to a target victim's device or through compromised credentials. Microsoft said it has attempted to notify, to notify all affected vendors, Layla. Well, a new security weakness has been disclosed in the WinRAR trialware file archiver utility for Windows. The flaw could be abused by a remote attacker to execute arbitrary code on targeted systems. The bug impacts the trial version of the software running versions 5.70. An investigation into WinRAR began after observing a JavaScript error rendered by 
MSHTML, also known as Trident. Nick. In crypto news, two cryptocurrencies have 10 days to stop operations, having been handed a cease and desist letter from the New York State Attorney General. The unnamed cryptocurrency lending platforms have allegedly uh, been engaging in unregistered and unlawful activities. Crypto news site Cointelegraph has reported one of the accused firms is Nexo Financial. Nexo denies any unlawful operations. Three other unnamed platforms were told by the AG's office to immediately provide information about their activities and products. The lending platform Celsius confirmed it received a request for information letter, but has not received a cease and desist from New York State. The AG is authorized to enforce the state's Martin Act, which grants law enforcement powers to investigate and prosecute cases of securities fraud. And when we come back, the Grinch that stole Halloween will explain after the break. Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM Cyber Report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment. Welcome back. A Missouri newspaper reporter is in hot water after reporting the exposure of social security numbers on a state government website. The state's governor has accused the reporter of malicious hacking after he gained access to the data by decoding the HTML source code through a web browser. The reporter allegedly viewed the social security numbers of three employees for the state's Department of Elementary and Secondary Education. However, the paper says that in its own report that it discovered a vulnerability in a web application on the Education Department's website and that the sensitive data was in plain view. The governor has claimed the incident could cost Missouri taxpayers as much as $50 million. The governor says the newspaper's reporting of the incident was intended to embarrass the state and as part of a political vendetta. Nick. A free decryptor for BlackBite ransomware has been released by security researchers who cracked the crypto locking malware's encryption. Trustwave is a Chicago-based cybersecurity provider and has made the free decryptor available for downloading from GitHub. The firm says it obtained the malware sample that it analyzed as part of a digital forensics and incident response engagement. Security experts say the biggest and most advanced ransomware operations target big organizations in search of larger ransoms. The latest victims uh, posted to BlackBite's site are a U.S.-based fire alarm and sprinkler installation system firm, as well as a U.S.-based manufacturer of disposable infection control products for the healthcare sector. Layla? How often are decryptors made available? Because you hear, you know, with these ransom attacks and all that stuff, 
if they're able to figure out a decryption, you know, on our end of things, mm-hmm. how come that's not done more often? Yeah, so in this case, it was done, which is really cool because it's a specific decryptor, and they're difficult to find because they're uh, very custom-made. However, there's a known ransomware family decryptor uh, available at a site called noransomware.com. The No More Ransom website is an initiative by the National High-Tech Crime Unit of the Netherlands Police, Europol's European Cybercrime Center, Kaspersky, and McAfee with the goal to help victims of ransomware retrieve their encrypted data without having to pay the criminals. So you basically go to the website, download a decryptor, and you should be good. Interesting. Okay, very good. Well, plans are in place to pilot a new entry-level cybersecurity certification exam. It's being organized by the International Information System Security Certification Consortium. The plan aims to add to its existing lineup of professional certifications and provide aspiring security practitioners with a professional development path early in their InfoSec careers. Officials describe the new qualification as a foundational certification that will also play a role in helping businesses, educators, and governments bring more security pros into the workforce. An entry-level certification will help to narrow the gap that currently exists between entering the security industry and being able to verify and advance skills through industry qualifications. And you know just as well as anybody, Nick, uh, what, how regimented it is, how difficult it is to get into this field. So I'm sure this must make you very happy that they're kind of easing the process for people who aspire to kind of join the ranks. Yeah, usually the the in in the security world, one of the one of the uh, big certifications is from ISC squared called the CISSP, and a lot of people entering the industry don't have the years. Uh, of time needed for that certification. So this new cert is a great entry level in order to get to that cert, which is really going to help a lot of people out. So I'm really happy about that. All right. So our final story here is not candy, a Chicago based candy company known for producing the seasonal favorite candy corn was hit by a ransomware attack that disrupted production earlier this month. Ferrera, which makes Brock's candy corn, as well as nerds, Laffy Taffy, Keebler, and Famous Amos Cookies discovered the hack, which encrypted some of its systems earlier this month. The company is working with law enforcement to restore systems and get back to full capacity. But the good news is the hack shouldn't affect supplies of its Halloween treats. It's already out. That's good news. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Halloween I know. For everyone. How can they attack candy? You can't attack <laughs> candy. Right. Nick, what what is your favorite candy for Halloween? My favorite candy is the, uh, oh, wow, I have two of them, the mini Snicker bars and the the mini Reese Cups. That's so funny because mine are the exact same ones. (laughs) But the thing is, I'm kind of allergic to chocolate. I, I, if I eat too much of it, it's not a good thing. I mean, if you eat too much of anything, it's not a good thing. But my, my alternative are red vines. You don't oh, really nice. get those in, in your goodie bag, though. <laughs> not on Halloween. Movie theater, awesome. maybe. <laughs> All right, well, it's been a jam-packed week yet again. That's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for watching. On behalf of Nick Thomas and myself, you are now in sync with InfoSec Sync. We'll see you again next week. 
Many organizations are protecting their environment through perimeter defense using a combination of firewalls, IDSs, IPSs, and endpoint protection. Even though cost-effective, recent events have shown that perimeter defense, even though necessary, is not sufficient when it comes to threat detection and response. And once a threat actor penetrates these defenses, what tools do you have to detect their every move or to stop their preparations for ransomware attacks or data exfiltration? At Excelio, we believe that comprehensive network visibility across your network, inside and out, is essential to identify and respond to today's threat actors. Packet Express provides the network visibility and contextual data to detect, prioritize, and mitigate threats, no matter where they hide, no matter where they hide. Axelio, threat detection and response solutions with Packet Express, the network visibility hub.